Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I hope whatever part of the day you are experiencing this episode in, it is a good one. In this episode, we're going to talk about the power of authenticity and branding. Don't worry, it's going to be a good conversation. You're going to appreciate it no matter what position you hold in your organization. I think you're going to appreciate this. And before we get into it, I have a couple of stats for you. For those of you who love statistics, there was a study conducted, actually, okay, let me back that up. I'm not going to call it a study. It was a survey. (laughs) It was a a quick survey that was conducted, kind of a consumer content report, US, UK, Australian adults, 2,000 people surveyed, and they found that 86% of the people surveyed say that authenticity is important when deciding what brands they like and support. 86% care about authenticity. 90% of the millennials that they surveyed said that brand authenticity is super important. They prefer real and organic messages over perfect packaged products, right? I mean... It's, it's really kind of interesting to me because I am I came up in a time when everything had to be perfect and packaged. You know, if you wanted to record something, if you wanted to take a photo, you went to Glamour Shots and they put a ton of makeup on you. They made sure that you look like, you know, some one of those ladies from Dallas and they did your hair and you had a special outfit on. And there was a really special backdrop in the background. And you looked perfect for these photos. Same thing goes with video. You hired a big crew. You got the lights. You got the editing. You got everything. You look perfect. You sound perfect. You have a teleprompter. Everything has to be perfect. Well, people don't want that anymore. (laughs) They want real. They want organic. They want to know, what do you really look like? I I can't remember which rapper it was. People are going to be upset with me when they hear this. Was it Kendrick Lamar? He said, I want to know, I want to see a booty with some stretch marks. Yeah, people, people want to see that because guess what? There's so many filters right now. There's so many just fake, fake everything, packaged everything that it's hard sometimes to tell what is Photoshopped, what's not, because it, it used to be a lot easier to tell. And now it's it's just, it's just so much harder. So there's this huge outcry for just, just show me what it really looks like. Show me how it really sounds. Tell me what you really think. And just be real with me. So I, I think that's really freeing. From a brand perspective, you know, it, it can feel a little bit scary to go out there and really tell people what you really feel and how you really look and <laughs> what you really think about things, but it can also be incredibly freeing. And honestly, according to to that that little stat that I just gave you, that may be the difference between your customer buying from you versus somebody else. And that may be the difference between them engaging in and being really excited about your product and telling other people about your product because you stand out 
in a way that your competition just doesn't because they're too afraid. They're trying to be perfect. So one other stat for those of you who like stats, I got to throw in a stat every couple of minutes, right? To hold your attention. 57% of the people that they surveyed thought that less than half of brands create content that resonates as authentic. So, you know, the majority of, of people that were surveyed in this, this group said, you know what, it's like, it's not, I don't see it that often. I'm craving that. I, I just, I just want to know, you know, real, I want something real. And I feel that way about a lot of things. Like I, I would like real orange juice. I don't want that chemical cocktail flavoring that they put in orange juice so that every single bottle of orange juice tastes the same. I want to know what orange juice really tastes like from an orange. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should go look up orange juice production, like the whole chain of events and how they create that perfect orange juice flavor. And every brand has their own flavor and they have chemists on board who are making that orange juice flavor for you. Yes, it came from an orange at one point in time, but the end product is a little bit manufactured. So all that to say, I'm very excited to share a conversation that I had way back when with a prior podcast guest, Maria Ross. Maria is a brand strategist. She is the author of Empathy Edge, and her focus is empathy. Her focus is on being authentic and helping brands be authentic, helping humanize the work that we do. So she shares some tips on how you can be more authentic with your branding, with your messaging, with your business. So stick around. I think you're going to enjoy this little quick snippet from that conversation that I had with her. It's time for a sneak peek. Sneak peek, sneak peek. Authenticity means is walking your talk, right? So if you show up that way, you're going to attract the people that you actually want to work with. Where people get into trouble is they try to present this facade because they think they should, right? Like I need to look professional or whatever, whatever they think professional means. And now on with the show. When you're feeling the pressure, take a moment to step back, pick up your marbles and choose to lead with levity. Join us on the Lead with Levity podcast for fireside chats that will fill your bucket and help you get back to being the leader you were meant to be. Now here's your host, Dr. Heather Walker. Welcome everyone. I'm Dr. Heather Walker and I'm the host of the Lead with Levity podcast as well as the CEO of Lead with Levity. And I'm excited to talk to Maria Ross of Red Slice today. Maria is the author as well as the host of Empathy Edge. So I encourage you after this to check it out. Maria has been on the Lead with Levity podcast. If you like this little mini conversation that we had today, I encourage you to check out both of our podcasts and both of those episodes. So Maria, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So we're just a few days into January 2021. Have you had a chance to have a little bit of fun? Been lucky enough to be able to find silver linings. I know that there's a lot of people who can't necessarily, but I've been trying to find the gratitude and the levity in all those moments. I'm all about finding the humor, especially in times of crisis. And yeah, I mean, we, we've been able to create some really fun, light memories this year, you know, everything from when my son was fully doing homeschooling as a kindergartner, you know, creating new rituals around what we did at lunchtime together. He got really into like trivia shows and game shows with me, which is my way oh. to decompress during the, the middle of the day. Cause I work from home all the time anyway. And also just, we, we had a little quarantine with our neighbors that also have a little kid, the same age as ours. And we implemented happy hours in our garage. So garage door up, my husband even made a table, you know, out of wood. (laughs) And that's our little weekly ritual to decompress and vent and just get together and get the kids together. And it's actually been kind of beautiful. So, you know, we're very thankful. Hopefully that'll be something we continue in a, you know, post pandemic world. I hope so. That sounds really nice. You're going to have to have happy hour specials and it's funny because you know when you have a six-year-old going are we having happy hour tonight <laughs> please don't say that outside the house <laughs> don't let anyone else know that we that you're I know I'm to like that's hour. probably not good for a six-year-old to be running around saying that we're having happy hour tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome we had for the first time in a very long time uh, snow in Austin, Texas. That's right. Enough, I heard. Yes. Enough snow to make little snow people. And I'm going to have to add the, the picture or something over here mm-hmm. <laughs> because my daughter and I took a picture by a snowman that was higher, taller than both of us. Wow. So we, we got a lot of snow and, you know, it's fun to see how Texans deal with that. And <laughs> how how they appreciate it because you know a lot of these these little snow figures were decked out in like Texas gear and so cute boots and just different things that are very uniquely Texan yeah a little lasso yeah yes yes oh man so Right now, I, I didn't even know that you had launched the Empathy Edge podcast which lets me know that you're doing some really big things with, with Empathy Edge, with Red Slice. So mm-hmm. what can you, can you catch me up? Like what's Sure, new? sure, absolutely. So Red Slice is my branding consultancy and I work with solopreneurs and fast growth businesses. Usually those businesses are in tech, but they've been in other industries as well. And I help them craft a clear, compelling brand story, their messaging, their positioning, their value, so that they can reach the right people and and impact their lives or businesses. And it's been great because a, a lot of what I do is working with very passionate people. And last year, of course, was a crazy year for everybody, but you know, there were still a lot of companies and businesses spending the money because being able to have that brand story really helps them connect not only with their customers, but reinvigorates their employees to have like a really well articulated purpose and mission to rally around, especially in tough times. And so it's been really rewarding to be able to do some of those sessions, albeit over Zoom, 
with companies and get them excited again about like why they come to work every day, even if work looks different than it did before. So that's been really fun. And then I wrote The Empathy Edge, which came out in 2019. And last year I realized a big goal of mine and I launched the podcast so that I could continue the research that I had started during the book. And I've been able to interview CEOs, CMOs, thought leaders, psychologists, consultants, just all kinds of people coming at empathy from the leadership brand and culture angle, which is what the book does. So I've been continuing to learn. My listeners have been continuing to learn. And especially last year, I think the big theme was that brands and leaders that were leading with empathy are winning right now because mm. that is what actually people needed. They, we needed to humanize the workplace. You know, we're in a yeah. global pandemic and people were dealing with a lot of mental health issues, health fears, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I, it warms my heart that it unfortunately took a pandemic to do it, that it's actually up-leveled that conversation where people get how empathy has a role in business now. So that's been very, very enriching to do that. I love, I love your focus on brand strategy. And one of the things that I help companies with is how can you use levity as sort of your unique value proposition and create this, this kind of service that is uniquely you, that's interesting, it's different, it's intriguing. Customers are really just like, ooh, I want more of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember you. Now, when you're working with brands, mm-hmm. what, you know, how do you, what kind of recommendations do you have for brands that are trying to get to that place where they have this really authentic service that still delights customers. So they're authentic, but it's, it's something that, that gets customers excited about as well. Yeah. I think it's that beautiful marriage of what are you good at and what do you care about and where does that intersect with what your customers need and want? So, you know, this, this happens to solopreneurs, unfortunately, a lot where they, they sort of fall in love with the message that they want to deliver to the world because it's their passion. And that's great, but you have to find the intersection of, do people actually care? Right. right. <laughs> so are so they going to buy this? <laughs> well, and do they need it? Right. So, yeah. so that's, that's really about finding your, your target, your ideal client or customer. Cause not mm-hmm. everybody that needs what you have is an ideal client for you. And so you have to have a really clear idea. Like for me, it's not everybody that needs a brand strategy. That's not necessarily what I define as an ideal client. There's other markers that I use and it's based on like what you're saying, my tone, my personality, how I work, my methodology, my philosophy, my values, that dictates how I show up in the world. And I, and you have to be okay with showing up in that way. All authenticity means is walking your talk, right? So if you show up that way, you're going to attract the people that you actually want to work with where people get into trouble is they try to present this facade because they think they should, right? Like I need to look professional or whatever, whatever they think professional means. Right. And that to some people, unfortunately means serious, no humor, no levity, no personality, but marketing is about influencing and impacting human beings. And so emotion has to be a part of it. So if you show up as who you are and you're very clear and you're, you can be very compelling, you will attract like to you. 
So I have found that the more focused and the more you're, you let that brand personality, whether it's you as a solopreneur or you as a company shine through, that's where people self-select and say, I want to work with that. I want to be part of that tribe. I want to work with that company because I like the way they think, or I like the way they act. And maybe someone else might say, mm, I, you know, oh, they're a little too edgy for me. I take a pass, but wouldn't you rather know that? by taking a stand about who you are and what, you know, so authentic could be, you know, you are very green and eco-friendly. Authentic could mean you are very philanthropic. Authentic could mean you're edgy and provocative. Like it's whatever authentic is, whatever you actually are and presenting that to the world and saying, okay, the way that I do coaching, consulting, software, you know, name your business, retailing, I'm taking a stand and saying, I do it this way. Do you like this? Come join us. And that's, that's really what good branding is all about. Mm. And what I love about authenticity is it takes a whole lot less energy to be yourself than to try and go out there and follow the best. What are, what are other people doing? What is the best practice out there? And and let's, let's kind of make sure that we're following all of the leaders yeah. Um, and everything yeah. that they're doing. Yeah. It's definitely a dance. I mean, cause again, you, you need to get out of your own echo chamber and it's like, okay, it's all well and good that you want to be sweary when you're, you know, in your, <laughs> in your marketing, but is that, are you okay with what that might attract? Right. right? And so, right. and are you okay with who that might repel? If you're okay with that, cool. Right. But it's like, like, for example, with my brand, I always talk about the fact that I'm very tough love. Like I'm not Mm. going to be a yes person. And I don't believe that people are going to pay good money for somebody to just yes them to death. Now there's a very compassionate and loving way that I do that. I don't just sit there and like scream at clients about the way they're doing something, but you know, that might not be the right fit. Somebody might want to work with a brand strategist. That's a little bit more reassuring, a little bit more gentle, a little bit more, you know, coddling. And that's totally cool if they can find that person, but I'm very clear that I'm not that person. (laughs) And so of course I, I end up attracting clients that appreciate that and exactly. And the other and ones, you're going to deliver better service. Else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're going to have They're a better appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this has been really, really good. This is great. I really enjoy this. If anyone wants to learn a little bit more about empathy edge Mm-hmm. or Red Slice, where should they go to get All this things, information? Right. Yeah. So my yeah. main hub is Red Slice, red-slice.com. And they can find out about my services, my speaking. I have a blog. They can sign up for my newsletter list, which I would love it. I send monthly inspirations and insights out to folks. And they can also link to the Empathy Edge podcast from there, or they can go straight to theempathyedge.com and learn about the book and subscribe to the podcast. I have some amazing guests I've already had on the show and that are coming. So I'm really excited about it. And the reception has been great of people going, oh, I love how this is about actionable empathy, like empathy that we can put into action today. And not just, not just another podcast that empathy is a good idea, but how, what does it look like when you put it into practice? Exactly. Exactly. And I've heard you speak and I can personally attest to the power of the words, the message that you convey. So I can definitely recommend the empathy edge and 
any, any, anytime you all, anytime you can hear Maria Ross speak, you should get out there and <laughs> log in and you should try and listen oh, in. <laughs> you're so great. You're so yes. great. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. All right. That's it. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did. It gives me some food for thought about lead with levity and how, you know, I want to make sure that my brand is authentic. I want to make sure that individuals who work on the team of Lead with Levity are authentic. And I hope that you're thinking about that too for your organization. Do you feel like you can be you? And do you feel like how you are behaving lines up with the brand identity? Until next time, folks, take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Lead with Levity podcast. To get resources mentioned in this episode and find out what we're all about, check us out at leadwithlevity.com.